the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get it on. It's 1106. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on Newstock 710, KNUS in Denver, AM 1460, and FM 101.1, The Answer in Colorado Springs. It is Sunday, February 12th. Yes, I am live with you for this segment. We are then going to talk with Bebek from Curry Kitchen. We're going to talk with Warren Erbson about his favorite cities in the United States, maybe a little bit of a travel segment. Speaking of travel, I am coming to you live from the worldwide headquarters of Gusto, Mexico. Yes, indeedy. I'm in Santa Barbara, California, visiting my daughter Kaylee, her husband Rainer, and uh, we will be watching the Super Bowl later today. We will be grilling some lamb from Costco. Uh, I've already had a wonderful gluten-free blueberry muffin from Whole Foods. You know, I shop at the Safeway in Castle Rock, but I'm starting to gravitate a little bit more, not every quick run in and out, but occasionally going to the Whole Foods in Castle Rock. Their food selection is really, really very, very good. I told you a couple of statistics about the Super Bowl, about 190 to 230 million, it's estimated, will be watching today. That is a lot of Americans. About two-thirds of Americans will be watching the Super Bowl. We have an all-female flyover today by naval pilots, and we also have the first woman ever refereeing the Super Bowl. Her name is Sarah Thomas. And uh, the consensus seems to be that not only is prof- she very professional, but um, she should do a great job because women are generally very good at pointing out what men do wrong. So I think that she will do a very nice job as an official today. Like I said, we have the Super Bowl today. We have Valentine's Day on Tuesday. Are you ready, guys? Have you made your reservations? Have you been focused so much on the big game that you haven't made your reservations? You might want to get on that. Then on March 5th, we have our event at Curry Kingdom Restaurant at 44th and Wadsworth. Then on March 7th, I will be leaving for Mexico, flying into Puerto Vallarta, heading up to Nayarit with about 22 listeners. Mike, you took 52 in January. Yeah, it was cold. We've got 22 for this trip. We generally average around 30, 35 per trip. So looking forward to this group. It's going to be nice and relaxing. A wonderful, wonderful group of people. we got some uh, people that have traveled with us before. Shirley and Richard and Andrea. We've got some people that have never traveled with us before. And looking forward to having them. Randy's going to be going with us. It's going to be a nice group. If you'd like to go, if you are a 
late minute, last minute planner, you can give Warren Erbson a call. The information is on my website. So anyway, let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break and then come back with Bebek telling you about Curry Kingdom, Warren talking about favorite small towns in the U.S., and then I'll wrap it up for you as we finish up this Super Bowl Sunday show. Everyone enjoys listening to the restaurant shows with Mike, but with hectic schedules, other commitments, maybe you can't catch every minute of every show. So remember that Mike has a website at MikeBoyle.com. He also participates in social media with Instagram and Facebook. The website will always have a complete list of upcoming meal deals at various restaurants throughout the metro area. And after every show, a podcast is posted if you'd like to listen. All of these are available to you thanks to the folks at Viewhouse Restaurants, Pepsi Bottling Company, HBS Trash Services, India's Restaurant in Southeast Denver, Veteran Windows and Doors, Mickey's Top Sirloin in North Denver, Val Albertson Greeley, and the Rocky Mountain Restaurant Group, owners of Salsa Brava and Urban Egg, a daytime eatery. So, whether you get your fix of the restaurant show through social media, the website, or tune in every Saturday 3 to 5 and Sunday 10 to noon, we're always happy to have you join us. Jose and Mimi Espinoza always knew they liked Colorado. So when they decided to relocate from California, they thought naturally, hey, why don't we bring some of our restaurant experience with us? Why not open a restaurant, one that features what we've been presenting for years, and that's seafood. And so Trestle's Coastal Cuisine was born. Located in the Happy Canyon area just north of Castle Rock and just south of Castle Pines and named after the famous California surfing spot, Trestle's features seafood with a wide variety of fresh offerings, including a catch of the day. Oh, sure you can have great steak chicken and lamb dishes too at trestles but the primary focus is seafood and jose is so knowledgeable in oysters and proud of his ability to find great oysters that oyster monday has become the go-to place for a little relaxation after your monday is finally over so whether it's a leisurely lunch an enjoyable dinner with family or friends or just a cocktail in the bar trestles with his casual colorado elegance is sure to please check it out at trestlescastlerock.com and when you visit say hi to jose and mimi great people and they love to meet you. Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Hey, everybody, it's Mike. And you know when we brought my daughter's dog, Bailey the Mexican Street Dog, up here from Mexico, he made a mess on the carpet. What did I do? I called Mike Bagnall at Bagnall Carpet Cleaning. He came out. He said, Mike, we can take care of this. And I thought, I found Mike Bagnall. Well, I was recently talking to Lisa. Lisa is the group coordinator for our restaurant show book club. She said, we love Bagnall Carpet Cleaning Services. Then I was talking to Steve Shaw. He owns and operates nine Black Eyed Peas on up and down the Front Range. And he said, my wife heard about him on your show, and we wouldn't use anybody else. So you can take my word for it. You can take Lisa's word for it, Steve's word for it, or hundreds of other clients of Bagnall Carpet Cleaning Services. Yes, they can do your upholstery. Yes, they can do your drapes. Call Mike Bagnall at 303-797-6400. That's 303-797-6400. And tell him you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. I took two weeks vacation for the honeymoon. 
All right, moving on with the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. If you check out my website early, often, it is MikeBoyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. You will note that I add periodically lunch bunches, supper clubs, meal deals. And we've got one coming up Sunday, March 5th, at my next guest restaurant. His name is Bebek Kumar, and he's the owner and operator of Curry Kitchen. Uh, You might recall we've been there over off Alameda on the west side of town, over near the 470, over near Vandermeer. Well, he took over a restaurant at 7605 West 44th Ave, just a little bit west of Wadsworth, and it is the Curry Kingdom. I have been up there. The place looks absolutely fabulous. It's beautiful. They got the liquor license all organized, and they do a lunch buffet and on Sunday May 5th they are going to open up and set up that buffet especially for listeners of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show I will broadcast from 10 o'clock until noon the buffet will go from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock then Tales are on my website at mikeboyle.com. Bebek, welcome to the show thanks for joining me and congratulations on getting the Curry Kingdom going Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. So tell the listeners a little bit about it. So obviously after a good success in Curry Kitchen, our partners and myself, you know, planned to open up another location, which was sitting, you know, by 44th and Wattswood, which was not a, um, not in a good condition. So we took over it and tried to run it as an Indian restaurant where, Hopefully, we'll be getting a good followers um, coming out for uh, lunch buffet uh, and uh, some other Indian uh, food, you know. Well, and the place looks absolutely terrific. Talk a little bit about some of the cuisine that is being offered. Will I be able to get my butter chicken? Will I be able to get my chicken tikka masala, tandoori chicken, the sog paneer, the pagora? Will I be able to get some lentils and some wonderful naan bread? What will we be offering on Sunday, March 5th? So on the buffet, I can list out the items, basically, what we'll be offering on those uh, on that day. Uh, we'll have some, as an appetizer, we'll have some vegetable samosa. We'll have some mixed pakora, you know, which includes some kind of veggies, cauliflower, zucchini, jalapenos for the spicy folks. Uh, also some vegan items, almost over eight different vegan items, which will include lentils, uh, dal turka, um, some uh, vegetable korma, some tofu masala. Uh, we'll have some... Uh, <coughs> Sorry, green mince fry. We'll have some potatoes uh, with cumin and spices and some veggie noodles on the vegan side, where opposed to uh, on the meat side, we do have our famous chicken tikka masala. We'll have some uh, lamb curry. I'll put it out there. Uh, We'll have uh, chicken tandoori. We'll have uh, uh, some uh, uh, desserts as well, like rice pudding, carrot pudding, and then a gulab jamun, a couple more items on the vase. Uh, Did we lose Bebek? Um, and then here we go. One more item is chicken biryani. You know, it's a, it's a saffron spiced rice with uh, chicken, uh, which would be offering in the buffet. So that's that's quite a bit items according to uh, you know me and a little bit 
flavor for all all the folks, you know, generalizing everybody. And obviously the non-bread will come to the table as they get in the restaurant. Folks, it's an extensive menu. Um, for those of you that may not be aware, prices have gone up slightly on just about everything that we consume in our daily lives. And uh, we've worked out of what I think is going to be a wonderful, wonderful deal for this all-you-can-eat buffet on Sunday, March 5th at the Curry Kingdom. It is 7605 West 44th, just west of Wadsworth. The official town is Wheat Ridge, uh, Lakewood, Arvada, Westminster, Northwest Denver, you're all close, so hopefully uh, we'll be able to get a nice crowd from there. Hopefully we'll be able to draw some of you folks that say, Mike, you just don't come north enough. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to being up there. Bebek, uh, you also have a liquor license. Uh, will I be able to enjoy with my buffet on Sunday, March 5th, a nice Indian oh. beer, maybe Taj Mahal, maybe Kingfisher, maybe something like that? Uh, yes, definitely. And on top of addition to Indian beers, we'll have lovely cocktails. We'll have, uh, you know, Pagosa Spring, where is Riffraff Brewing Company. We'll have four barrels of, uh, you know, beer on tap, you know, whereas IPA, Scottish Yell, and uh, uh, one more is called Honey Blonde. So uh, on, on top of the bottled, uh, all those Indian beers, we'll have the tap beers. Local people like local, so that's why we got into it, you know. I uh, also am looking forward to this restaurant, folks. has a wonderful um, south-facing patio, and um, <coughs> that... <coughs> Pardon me. means it gets an awful lot of sun, and uh, I'm looking forward to, during the summer, heading on up to the Curry Kingdom and having a nice meal from the buffet for lunch, and then going ahead and sitting on the patio. Um, his name is Bebek. He also owns the Curry Kitchen over on the west side of town, just off of Alameda Parkway, almost to 470, and now they have the Curry Kingdom, 7605 West 44. Fourth Avenue in Wheat Ridge, and uh, I think we should all look forward to being there on Sunday, March 5th. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. Hey, Bebek, thanks an awful lot for joining me. Thanks for prefacing a little bit about what's going on. Obviously, they serve dinner as well. What is the website? Uh, the website is simple as it is, currykingdomco.com. You know, Curry Kingdom, Colorado, is small letter. So co.com, you know, and thanks for having me, Mike, uh, on your radio show. I really appreciate it. Well, and we're looking forward to seeing you on March 5th. So he does a wonderful job. The food is spectacular. I will see you on March 5th at Curry Kingdom. We're going to take a break on the restaurant show. News Talk 710 KNUS. Hey, everybody. Mike Paul, host of the restaurant shows with some great news for you. India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, right across from the Kennedy Golf Course, been around. For over 30 years, Chris Kapoor has been serving great Indian cuisine in this town for over 30 years. Well, they are open, rocking and rolling, ready for you to stop by. Yeah, you can still do takeout if you want to do that, but they can dine in. You can go and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful building. And if you
you want to go for lunch, the buffet is wide open. You know, you used to have to go and say, I want some of this and some of that. They'd fix it. They'd serve it. Now you go through the buffet. I always start with a salad. Then I get myself some buttered chicken and sog paneer and uh, chicken tikka masala, some non bread. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you what, the food is absolutely wonderful. They're open for dinner. And don't forget, India's restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, also has a great private party room. And they are looking forward to seeing you. Fat Albert's in Greeley has been around for a long time. All family owned and operated and serving the same great American cuisine for almost 40 years. A menu that includes meat, chicken, and fish entrees, even including the really popular liver and onions. Sue Albert, the owner, also offers sandwiches, salads, and of course, the biggest seller, the Monte Cristo sandwich. Not only a big seller, but the Monte Cristo is a big sandwich. Come hungry if you're going to tackle it. And any time of the year is pie season, right? Fat Alberts is known for their pies. Pecan, that's the favorite of Andy Feinstein, president of the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. Peanut butter, banana cream, and Mike's favorite, the French silk. A chocolate cream pie with a delicious crust. Lots of chocolate and piled high whipped cream. Get a slice or take home a whole pie. Fat Alberts has a full liquor license, plenty of free parking, and offers dine-in and takeout. Fat Alberts is located at 1717 23rd Avenue in Greeley. For hours of operation, give them a call at 970-356-1999 or check them out at fat-alberts.com. The restaurant owners that were hustlers, people that really promoted and came up with good marketing ideas before the pandemic, they did reasonably well weathering the storm during the shutdown. Two of those owners are John Jordan and his partner, owners of the Tailgate Tavern on Main Street in Parker, and now they're back to full service. Great marketeers serving great food. You can still take out, but why not dine in and enjoy the friendly neighborhood environment of the Tailgate, a place where you really feel like everybody knows your name. They're doing their hugely popular Burger Mondays, the Buffalo Wing Wednesdays, Prime Rib Thursdays, and the wildly popular Fish Fry on Friday, and they're still taking the time to support local charities, veterans organizations, the Parker business community, and even doing benefits for health care providers in their area. So when you do something nice for yourself, getting some really good food from the tailgate, and at very reasonable prices, you're doing something nice for others. The Tailgate Tavern also has one of the biggest and best patios in the metro area. The Tailgate is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and has a wonderful, friendly staff that would love to see you. The Tailgate Tavern in Parker. News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. All right, welcome back to the Mike Moore Restaurant Show, where we talk about travel and movies and books and sports and whatever we feel like talking about. Don't forget, we get the Restaurant Show Book Club. Information is on my website at MikeBoyle.com. We also have the Restaurant Show Travel Group. You can go to MikeBoyle.com, click on Travel Group, give me your first, last name, your email, and you will get an email blast about up coming trips all right we've got one coming up march 7th to the 14th to nayarit that is nuevo vallarta you fly into puerto vallarta you go north uh we've pretty much got that trip closed out but if you are a spontaneous person a person that can move quickly uh call warren erpson the official travel agent of the mike boyle restaurant show we've got another one coming up september 6th to the 13th to the beautiful brand and when i say brand new you know a lot of places will say if they've been open for five years or four years or three years new this place opened late November of last year. So when we get there in September, it won't have even been open a year. The Ryu Palace Cool Cocan, it is right in the hotel zone of Cancun, a spectacular all 
adult property, and Warren Erbson has taken care of that for us. I wanted to, so we talked recently about the 25 most beautiful cities in the world, and I thought uh, Warren weighed in on some of his thoughts. I gave some of my thoughts, but I thought we would get him back to give just a couple of, you know, these cities were from an article in a travel publication. And uh, it was written by one person, but it might have been a compilation of thoughts from some of the travel editors of that publication. So I thought we'd get Warren to give a couple of his. I thought I'd give a couple of mine that uh, I'm glad I went to that kind of caught me off guard ever so slightly. Warren, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Mike. All right, so I'm going to start... I'm going to say that I don't think that it would be listed as one of the 25 most beautiful cities in the world. But I would say it's certainly one of the most fascinating cities in the world. Jerusalem, Israel. When you can sit in your hotel room on the banks of the Mediterranean in Tel Aviv and then get a driver to take you out to Jerusalem and you can go to the Mount of Olives and you can go walk the stations of the cross steps that have been walked by Jesus and you can go to where he was crucified into the cave and so forth Jerusalem I think should be and you know what Obviously, I'm a Christian. I think that that would be wonderful for all Christians to go, to be able to go. But I just think in terms of the historical perspective, Jerusalem would be on my list. Do you have a city, Warren? Well, first of all, I agree agree with you with Jerusalem, Uh, even to the point of saying not just Jerusalem, but all of Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've Mm -hmm. been there Oh, probably four, maybe five different times over the years. And Jerusalem is a remarkable city. Uh, I have walked the Stations of the Cross, uh, which is kind of remarkable because I'm Jewish. And But it was still impressive. I, I exactly. love that kind of history. And yeah. that, that whole country is that way. Uh, uh, you know, just you, the whole place is totally... Uh, you know, Vibrant. dedicated it's, to yes. it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, to both its history and and a, a vibrant uh, present, also. So, uh, no, if if I had to pick one place in the world to go back to and and never visit another, I would pick Israel and Jerusalem. Of course, is the heart of it. High praise, indeed. All right, do you have a little secret Warren Erbson place that when somebody says we want to go somewhere where It's not overrun with tourists like Barcelona or, you know what, I have not been to Italy. We've talked about this, Warren, but I'm told that you cannot any time, day or night, 24-7, take a picture of yourself at St. Peter's Basilica without other people in it. It's that crowded. Do you you have another place or two that uh, you would like to give a little bit of a a heads up on? Well, so much. uh, Italy is one of my all-time favorites, and I've been there, you know, I can't count the number of times, frankly. And uh, uh, it 
it really, again, it's another place with so much history, so much art, so much uh, religion. Uh, it, it just uh, wonderful. One of my favorite cities in in Italy, of course, is Florence. Okay, a remarkable. Uh, walking city, uh, you know, accommodations are, are, you know, wonderful, you know, great hotels and, and even wonderful pensions uh, to stay at. Uh, I've been visiting there since 1962 and have loved it uh, every time I've been back. Uh, as far what as... About, uh, what about northern Italy, Tuscany, and maybe up into uh, Switzerland and Lake Como, uh, some uh, of those areas? Yeah, we've spent a lot of time in the Lake District, up around Lake Como and Bellagio, uh, to, to wake up in the morning and, and uh, look out over uh, uh, Lake Como from a, a hotel right uh, in Bellagio there and watch the ferries going by. Uh, uh, driving a car and then getting on a ferry and going uh, to little cities like Vernazza, which is uh, just along the same shore there, but just a little north uh, of, of the uh, area at uh, on Lake Como. But uh, and and then there, that's a jumping off point for going up into the Alps, right above Lake Como, and we go to a, a favorite little uh, city. Uh, just in the foothills of the Alps where, where my late wife's uh, family came from. And uh, it, I send people there and they come back saying, you know, it's remarkable uh, and there are very few tours there, but they have things there that you won't see anywhere else, waterfalls mm-hmm. that are remarkable. Uh, so uh, but that whole area of what they call the Lake District, uh, but centered around primary, primarily uh, Lake Como and Lake Lugano. We're talking uh, with Warren. Go there in the heartbeat. We're talking with Warren Erfson, the official travel agent for the restaurant show. Um, I am uh, doing a little bit of a driving trip right now, but I thought we would share some of this. And I want you to miss. I don't want you to misunderstand. This is not the Warren Erfson, Mike Boyle, uh, world tour, memory tour of places to go. One of the things about this show, whether it's a local restaurant, a local cuisine, a new menu, who added brunch, a movie, a book, the idea is to just stimulate you to get out and do something. Warren, I will never forget when I was working my way through the MBA program at the University of Hawaii. I was working for Waikiki Beach Service on the beach, obviously. One of the few Howleys that's ever worked on Waikiki Beach. I still have dear friends in the beach service. A guy came on vacation with his wife and two children. They came every year for his week or two vacation. They came the same time every year, and they not only stayed in the same hotel, they stayed in the same room every year. And they loved it. They appreciated it. But I said to him one day on the beach, why? 
with what a not only a great big world out there, a great big country, but why don't you go to another island? Why don't you go to Kauai? Why don't you go to Maui? They're all different. The big island, the volcanoes, the black sand beach. Why don't you get out and do something more? And I'll bet you that that probably would have been your response to that person as well. Oh, yeah. There's too much out there to see. Uh, uh, Yes, there are favorites that you go back to, but there's always something new over the horizon that you want to see. No question. All right, I'm going to give you another one of my towns. We're going to only keep Warren for maybe another brief segment here. But another one, I'm going to put Prague in the Czech Republic on the list. When I was a GI in Germany, uh, of course, we couldn't go into Prague. It was part of the Czechoslovakia then. It was part of the Soviet bloc. Um, the Czechs had indicated that they would like independence, and the Russians said, no way. There are still bullet holes in the museums and the government buildings in Prague, Czechoslovakia, but it's right on the Charles River. It's an absolutely wonderful town, very picturesque, and a lot of history there, and you can go outside of Prague to a place called Ladice, L-I-D-I-C-E. That is the town that Hitler wiped off the map when he got word that the assassination attempt on his governor, not assassination attempt, the assassination of his governor in that area took place in 1942. It's a place that is very, very proud. It is no longer called Czechoslovakia. It is very, very proud to say, we are a republic. No more empty shelves, no more running out of meat, no more tractors and cabs and everything else that didn't work because there were no mechanical parts. We are proud to say that we are a market-driven capitalist republic country. If you ever get a chance to go to the Czech Republic, it is absolutely spectacular. Warren, I've got to take a... uh, You agree. That's what I was going to say. I've been there a couple of times and I love it. All right. We got to go ahead and take a break, folks, and have dinner right down there on the Charles River. It is absolutely wonderful. Parks to walk around. It's just a nice, nice town. They've got really high bell towers that you can climb up and get a beautiful view of downtown as well. All right. So let's take a Looking for some good Q? Everybody loves good barbecue. So when you want to enjoy some slow-smoked barbecue done the right way, how about checking out Dickie's with locations all over the metro area? Lakewood, Aurora, Castle Rock, Green Valley Ranch, Westminster, and many more. Dickie's has great sandwiches. Pulled pork, brisket, either sliced or diced. Chicken, if you want to go a little bigger, their half-rack or even full rack of ribs is truly mouth-watering. Eat them dry or choose from the regular sweet or spicy sauces. Sides include baked beans or one of Mike's favorite. It's jalapeno baked beans. But don't forget Carolina-style coleslaw, baked potato casserole, the mac and cheese, or plenty of others to choose from. And if you want to impress friends, family, or business associates, all Dickie's locations have a catering operation that allows you to pick the meats and sides you want. Order specifically what you think you'll need. But hey, if there's some left over, you can't have too much barbecue around, right? So check out the Dickie's Barbecue Pit near you. You can dine in, take out, have curbside pickup or delivery, but however you get your cue, Dickie's will take care of you. 
If you've ever been to Cuba, you know how wonderful the food is. If you've never been to Cuba and you want to find out, make plans to stop by Cuba Cuba in Castle Rock. Located by the promenade shops on the north side of the factory outlets, Cuba Cuba is the brainchild of Christy Bigelow, a first-generation Cuban-American. Her mother and grandmother escaped from Cuba years ago, settled in Miami, and proceeded to raise their families. While thrilled to be in the United States assimilating, they still long for the foods of their native country. And what do Latina moms and grandmothers do? They teach their daughters to carry on those same culinary traditions and they must have taught christy bigelow pretty well because now she has seven cuba cubas serving great cuban delights yeah seven the original cafe and bar at 12th and delaware in downtown denver then she opened up five sandwich areas those are sandwich shops where you can get great cuban sandwiches they're in northfield highlands ranch dtc glendale and thornton and then she opened up another full service restaurant in castle rock so pretty much wherever you're looking for great cuban food in the metro area check out the cuba cuba restaurants oh and by the way christy is really proud of that cuban specialty the mojito a rum concoction guaranteed to make you happy. Cuba, Cuba. Have you ever wanted to go out, maybe get something to eat, maybe just relax with a cocktail and friends, watch some sports, play some sports, even catch a nice weekend brunch or some live music, sit on a rooftop patio, but you couldn't decide where to go? Why not go to the View House? They have all that and more with three locations in the metro area, downtown across from Coors Field, in downtown historic Littleton, and the original store in Centennial just off I-25. The View House offers something for everybody. And in addition to the things already mentioned, the View House restaurants are a casual, chef-driven, chef-inspired eatery with a wide, varied menu using superior ingredients that are organic when possible, local when available, and always fresh. Whether you go with one of their delicious burgers, the always popular fish and chips, or even check out the nice selection of sushi, you're sure to find something to please. And don't forget the private party room, a number of different sizes that can accommodate your party. Whatever the size, whatever the function, open daily, the View House restaurants are sure to have something for everybody, and they'd love to see you at the View House. Pop open an ice-cold Pepsi while you enjoy more of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It's late and she's waiting. All right, welcome back to the Restaurant Show where we not only talk about travel and movies and books and sports, but we've been spending a lot of time talking about travel. I've got Warren Erbson, the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. We recently did... An hour on the 25 most beautiful cities in the world, um, three of them in the United States, 25 around the world. And I said to Warren, you know, we ought to get you back and talk a little bit about a couple of our favorites that maybe didn't make the list. And uh, you mentioned Lake Como and Tuscany and northern Italy. Um, I mentioned Prague. I mentioned Jerusalem. You said if there was only one place in the world you could go on another trip, it would be be somewhere in Israel, a uh, fascinating country. Uh, what about uh, what about something like, and we talked also about <laughs> how so many places are just getting overrun because as articles get written, as they become popular, they become Americanized. I have worked my entire life at traveling and doing the same with my daughter to get places before they become over-traveled, over-Americanized, over-populated. Let me give you an example. Costa Rica is very hot. 
But Panama's got some wonderful areas, Playa Blanca. You've got the canal zone. If you've got the nerve, you can go up a little farther into El Salvador. You can go down to El Tunco, some of the best waves in the world. You can go to Honduras. I know, the murder capital of the world, Tegucigalpa. But you can also go out to San Pedro Sula. You can go to Copan, Mayan ruins that they found out there. Guatemala City gets a bad rap, but the Mayan ruins of Tecal, um, absolutely fabulous. Belize is a beautiful country with wonderful islands off called Keys that uh, you can go and relax, swim, surf. Uh, um, they got a little bit of surf down there. Uh, you can uh, fish. You can enjoy those countries. But <laughs> I think it's important to try to get the places sometimes worn that are a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, you know, Machu Picchu now, you have to have reservations. I grew up California, then Hawaii. We used to just get in a boat and go out to Pearl Harbor. Now you have to get a reservation just to go out and see the Arizona Memorial. But I would say this. I would say if somebody wants to go to Peru, Lima, right down there, the cliffs, the bluffs, the food, the ceviches, and then maybe go up to Cusco if you don't want to go into Machu Picchu, if you don't want to hike it. But Cusco is a town at almost 12,000 feet. They have the Longest, biggest summer solstice parade anywhere in the world. It's absolutely fascinating. So I'd put Cusco on my list. What's another place you might have on yours, Warren? Well, I agree with Cusco. Uh, and the thing with Cusco, when you, you arrive, because of being at 12,000 feet, uh-huh. first thing they do is serve you a cup of coca tea made mm. with cocaine to loosen your arteries so uh, you don't have problems. Uh, we sh- Somehow we should be doing some of that in some of our ski areas here would ease things up a bit. But uh, Cusco is a wonderful place, uh, and uh, Machu Picchu, of course, is a must-see. A couple of other places uh, that I was thinking of, uh, you know, looking back in, in Europe that I've loved, were, one is Copenhagen, mm-hmm. Denmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Tivoli Gardens. Uh, it's an absolute unique place to go. Uh, and it has one of my all-time favorite restaurants in the world, uh, St. Gertrude's Cloister. Uh, uh, Berlin. Uh, I've, a lot of these places I've been to both before and after the Soviet the domination yeah. of them. And uh, I was in Berlin just after the wall went up. They were still putting it up. And then uh, I, one of the later times in Berlin, I was there just as the wall came down. And, uh, in fact, I have a piece of that wall in my home. Uh, I'll tell you this. You, large, had a guy, you, you had a guy that worked for you for years named Glenn Burnett. And I That's have right. a picture of my restaurant, Boyle's Bar and Grill, hat sitting on the Berlin Wall that he took. He was wearing it. He took it. He put it on the wall, took a picture, and uh, I still have that. Uh, I still have that oh, yeah. picture. Yeah, I've never been to Berlin. We couldn't go when I was a GI over there. It was obviously yeah, closed yeah. off. And but and you mentioned Copenhagen. What if Amsterdam is very popular right now? Yes. Uh, More bikes uh, than cars. With the canals. <laughs> with, yeah, with the canals. And, and it was kind of remarkable when uh, uh, Colorado was looking at opening up uh, having uh, uh, marijuana 
legalized here. And uh, they asked me, well, what do you think it'll do for tourism here? I says, well, all I can tell you is that Amsterdam has had that legal for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And I have never yet sent somebody to Amsterdam just for marijuana. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, but uh, they go for the art, uh, you know, the, the museums there and the canals. And uh, again, another uh, remarkable city and worth visiting. I was taking uh, another a, one. I was taking a one. class at an Arapahoe Community College on uh, world history, and uh, for a presentation to the class, somehow along the line, I got assigned the Rijksmuseum, the Rembrandt Museum yeah. in Amsterdam. And I said, when I was a GI in Germany, uh, some of us piled in a car and we drove up to Amsterdam, and at that point. Back in the late 60s, early 70s, the three most popular tourist attractions in Amsterdam were the Heineken Brewery, the Red Light District called the Sailor's Quarter, and the Rembrandt Museum. And I told the class, I've been to two of the three. But I'm going to report on the third. And the instructor got a little smile on her face, and she looked up because she knew exactly the two that I had been to. But it's a, it's they've got they've got a, a couple of museums there that are so busy and so popular and so well attended that just like we've talked about Machu Picchu and Pearl Harbor, you have got to get her. I would say that if you're thinking about going. In a day or a week or a month or two, you contact, well, matter of fact, in the case of all three of those, (coughs) a tour operator, that they can get you a ticket and get you in that far in advance. It's uh, you know it's almost a must nowadays. You know, another city that we haven't talked about, uh, I don't know if it was on that list, is Budapest. Yeah, I have not been there. uh, it, it is again. I've been there, luckily, a couple of times, and it's a remarkable city. Uh, there's two sections, Buddha and Pest, mm-hmm. on either side of the river, and uh, the Danube. And it's again, beautiful, beautiful city. The three most popular, three most beautiful cities, according to the travel article we talked about before, Warren. Let's get back locally, New York. San Francisco and Sedona, Arizona. Can you, can you come up with a town or two in the United States? I know you've got to go, but can you come up with a town or two in the United States uh, that jumps out at you as a place to visit? A couple that jump out to me. Most people think of New Orleans. Most people think that the Mardi Gras started in New Orleans. The Mardi Gras actually started in Mobile, Alabama, and they have a tremendous Mardi Gras celebration there. It's a beautiful town, uh, very historic, uh, spared by the marches through the South in the Civil War. Uh, you can go a little bit farther south to Bayou La Batre, which is where, of course, Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan stirred their shrimp boats. It's one of the shrimp capitals of the country. Uh, New Orleans, Mobile, and San Antonio, Texas is just an absolutely beautiful place, a lot of history, the Alamo, the Riverwalk. But those are a couple places that come to mind come to mind immediately to me. Do you have one or two places locally? When I say locally, I mean nationally, domestically in the country that come to you uh, come to mind for you, Warren. Um, 
Yeah, like San Diego is oh, still yeah. an all-time favorite with the Bay and Mission yeah. Bay and and the uh, gas lamp district it. and so forth. Yeah, gas lamp. It, 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 it's a wonderful place. Uh, I've enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, um, you know, it, I've spent a lot of time in like the Phoenix and Scottsdale area, mm-hmm. but uh, that you know that's more vacation. But it still uh, becomes a gateway, like they talk about Sedona. Um, you know, you have to go to one of those cities to get to Sedona, really. <laughs> to, yeah. uh, and uh, Sedona, you know, uh, has has a kind of a mystique about it. Uh, you know, they talk about, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, there's the there's some, and well, and there's some. I mean, why not jump in your car and drive a few hours to Santa Fe? The yeah. the history, the culture of Santa Fe, New Mexico, and the meals yeah. and the and the lodging down there, and and so anyway, I guess my point would be that uh, it's just such a one. If if we continue to make sure that we're going to try to keep the show interesting for you, then we've got to give you ideas, listeners, of things to do, places to go, things to see, meals to try, and you know what? One of the things that I always do. One of the things that I always do when I've traveled with my daughter in the past is I know that she will jump online and make sure that no matter where it is, and we've driven all around the country, she will come up with places that really maybe represent that area. I'm not talking about with a cuisine, but just a place that's well known in that particular area we happen to be going to or passing through for pizza or burgers or some unique dish, some little local cuisine that the place wants to be known for. So anyway, it's a great big world out there, Warren. I know that you've been in it for 58 years, travel industry, and uh, I haven't seen any indications that you plan on cutting back. Uh, not in the least. All right. His name is Warren Erpson. Check it out on my website at mikeboyle.com. Got a group trip coming up in March. Got a group trip coming up in September. And, folks, these are fun trips. I host them. Um, of the, uh, oh, eight, nine, ten trips we've done in the two years since I've been working with Warren. I've known Warren for over 40 years. But... Uh, you know what? We've had some wonderful groups. He's actually gone with us on a couple trips. And uh, Warren, I only have time for a one-word answer. Are the people on... Hey, everybody, it's Mike. And you've heard me talk about Martin Garvey, nice Jersey boy, raised right across the river from Philadelphia. Been making Philly cheesesteak sandwiches since he was in high school. He said, you know what? I think this might be my life's calling. So the next thing you know, he's got Taste of Philly in Highlands Ranch at University and County Line. He's got the store up at... Colfax and Kipling in Denver. Well, he's now got a new third store. Yep, he took over the taste of Philly and Parker right next to the bread and butters, the old egg and you. He took over that store. He's over there. They're absolutely rocking. They're doing very, very well. But you know what? He makes the real Philly cheesesteaks with the bread, the roll, the steak, the onions, the cheese, just the way it's supposed to be. We've got events coming up with Martin Garvey, so check them out on my website at MikeBoyle.com. But when you want a good taste of Philly, go to Highlands Ranch, Denver, or Parker and tell them you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. Many of you have been to even frequent casual neighborhood places like the office, kitchen, and bar, and the library, both in Castle Rock, and the gym located on Main Street in Parker. Good food, active bar scene, plenty of TVs to catch your favorite sporting events, but now Mike Hernandez, owner of all three, has a new place. 
It's in Parker, and it's called the Taco Company. Not your usual tacos, but a wide range of traditional Mexico-style tacos. You know, two tortillas covered with many choices like beef, chicken pastor, chorizo, and then you finish them off by heading to the salsa bar to make them just the way you want. Dine in, take out, or even use the drive through window. The Taco Company also has a full-service bar, so you can complement your meal with an ice-cold Mexican cerveza, maybe a margarita, or your favorite cocktail. Taco Company in Parker is open seven days a week, so if you like the office, the library, the gym, maybe it's time to try the Taco Company, serving a little bit of Mexico right here in Colorado. The Taco Company. Hey, everybody, it's Mike. You know, every week you get something in the mail about your windows. They can replace your windows. You see ads on television, and you're thinking to yourself, it's going to be tens of thousands of dollars. Well, I got lucky. I found a guy named Dave Bancroft. Dave and his partner, Todd, they're veterans. They own veteran windows and doors. He came out. I said, Dave, I need a sliding glass door. They replaced it. I said, I need a couple windows done in various rooms. They did that. So they can do it on a piecemeal type basis. Sure, they can do your home house if you want it. But I'd suggest you give them a call. Veteran Windows and Doors. Their phone number is 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. 303-529-0720. And also, the number is on my website at mikeboyle.com. But give them a call. They'll come out. They'll do a great job for you. And tell them you heard about it from another veteran on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. KNUS Denver. If you really want to know, she comes here a lot. She just loves to hear the music and dance. K13 is her favorite. All right, 11.54 is the time here on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. I hope you've enjoyed those recorded segments with Debbie from Kingdom, Curry Kingdom. Um, talking a little bit about some of my and Warren Erbson's favorite cities in the United States. I am broadcasting from one of my favorite cities in the United States, Santa Barbara, California. Like I said, it's the worldwide headquarters of Gusto, Mexico, a soft adventure cultural immersion company operated by my daughter. You can check it out at Gusto, Mexico, G-U-S-T-O. Mexico one word.com. Don't forget to check out my website at mikeboyle.com. You got about five more minutes. If you want to tell me who you think is going to win the game, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com, and uh, we will get you in the contest. If you pick the right team sometime this week, I will uh, figure it out. I'll do a eeny, meeny, miny, mo of all the people. that Eagles seem to be the odds-on favorite. People seem to be picking the Eagles um, much more heavily than the Chiefs. So if you want a little bit better chance to win, maybe you might pick the Chiefs. If they pull it out, there will be fewer people for me to do my eeny, meeny, miny, mo with. All right, so uh, anyway, game comes up at 430 Colorado time. Um, I'll be drinking ice cold Pacifico beers. We're going to have, did you know, I've been, you know what? I've always talked about not being the only person in America that doesn't have a Costco card. I'm going to join Costco. I'm told that the meats are very, very good. So we're going to have some of that for dinner tonight while we, um, watch the game. Um, 
I want to remind you that I just got done taking a trip. I shouldn't say that. I'm about halfway into it. Last Monday, I left Colorado, drove south, stopped at the Fort Union National Park, stayed in Las Vegas, New Mexico, went on over to, um, turned west, went to Galvin, New Mexico, Grants Pass, stopped in Laguna, Mexico at the famous Laguna Grill, had a burger that was topped with hatch green chilies. It was very, very good. Moved on over into Arizona, spent the night in Winslow, Arizona. Bailey and I both stood on the corner of Winslow, Arizona, the famous Eagle song, Take It Easy. Um, We then went to the media crater. Did you know that 50,000 years ago, a gigantic meter slammed into the Arizona desert, a media that would have destroyed meteor that would have destroyed most good sized cities and uh, stopped off and saw that went on into Flagstaff, ate at Salsa Brava started by a guy named John Conley, university of Northern Arizona. That is the alma mater of Randy Price with the Rocky Mountain Restaurant Group. He's the guy that came to Colorado and started our Salsa Bravas and Urban Eggs a Daytime Eatery. Um, Continued on into Kingman, Arizona. Had a root beer float. If you follow me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, you'll see some of these pictures. Drove the old Route 66. I remember when my mom and dad said, we're going to go from Pacific Palisades, California, to Miami, Florida, to visit my aunt. We drove the original Route 66. Of course, we only took it to about Oklahoma. Then it swings up north and we cut off. But I remember my dad pulling over and he said, you're making me crazy. Jump out and run about two telephone poles down, and we'll pick you up. But it was a lot of fun. Went down to Lake Havasu City. I had never been there. I had never. I'd been to Lake Havasu, but I had never been to the London Bridge. It was disassembled in London and reassembled brick by brick in 1968 at Lake Havasu. Uh, came around the Imperial sand dunes in Southern California. It's just been a nice trip. Wound up in Santa Barbara yesterday. Going to spend a few days with my daughter and her husband. We are going to have dinner tomorrow night. If you're ever in Santa Barbara, up in Montecito, Trey Luna, T-R-E-L-U-N-E. It is a magnificent restaurant, and I can assure you, you will thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. So, anyway, don't forget Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Don't forget March 5th, two weeks from today. I will be at Curry Kingdom. Two weeks from this Tuesday, I will be leaving for Mexico with a wonderful, wonderful group of listeners. Check it out on my website at mikeboyle.com. Folks, I hope you have a great rest of your day. The out song is Zach Brown's Toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hands. He says, adios. And via con Dios, goodbye and go with God. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. On the way, life is good today. Life is good today.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.